You're listening to iWolves, Season 7, Episode 11. What is the right tree? Now here are your hosts, Dr. Ian Dunbar and Jamie Dunbar. All right, welcome back. We're here to talk a little bit more about Barking Up the Right Tree, uh, my dad's new book that just came out. Um, I asked last time, uh, why is it called Barking Up the Right Tree? And we covered a lot of ground. And I'm wondering if whether this time we could have a little more of a uh, shorter, more singular answer. So if you had to pick one element to be the right tree, what would that one element be? Oh, God, that would be so difficult, Jamie. I know. It's the hard-hitting um, question. No softballs here. I guess, okay, I'll stick to the present. It's for people to train dogs using words and never being aversive in any way. Mm-hmm. Because I'll stick to the moment, it's the person and the dog. And that's what I would start off showing them. There are other issues in development yeah, yeah, and but breeding, but yeah. we'll leave those. We'll leave those. We can talk about those another and it, time. And it is the bulk of the book. It's yeah. how, um, and the elephant in the room, you know, the interloper has always been aversive punishment. Yeah. And um, it's that that is not necessary. It's not necessary to be aversive yeah. when you're punishing the dog in the scientific sense of reducing uh, targeted uh, undesirable behaviors and eliminating them. Yeah. I think it's so funny because as we talked about in our last conversation, you were originally going to call this barking up the wrong tree. I know. <laughs> and when I, in my mind, the wrong tree is aversive punishment. Yes. Is Is really... Punishment in general and and trying to stop unwanted behavior and here when we're talking about the right tree You're saying the right tree is never using aversives. Yeah, and how um, It seems like the right tree is Positive dog training in the sense of focusing on what you want your dog to do and getting your dog to do that Focusing on it, meaning, yeah, you notice that the dog is doing it most of the time, yeah. and you say thank you, you you praise. Yeah. Um, that we, We've got to bring back our voice to dog training, giving clear instructions so the dog knows what to do, right. and saying thank you with our voice. Right. We, so- we, we can train up something as like a mega secondary reinforcer, like I do with the tug toy, which is sometimes more powerful than mm-hmm. our voice, but it's nowhere near as flexible. Yeah. See, when we say good dog, we can say it in a hundred different ways. And why is that important? Because the dog's sit appears in a hundred different ways. Yeah. And we can reflect that with our feedback. How would you feel about this definition of the right tree? Reinforcing desirable behavior. Yeah. As opposed to the wrong tree would be punishing undesirable behavior. Yeah. Absolutely, Jamie. Yeah. I like that. That's a nice way of asking a question. You, know, you say, how do you feel about this answer? I would say exactly that. But do you approve? Did that get your stamp I, of I approval? I totally approve because I view any correction or punishment as an advertisement that I failed in teaching and mm-hmm. training. Um, and um, it's like, it's no good you complaining what your kids do when they're at college. It, it's You failed. Yeah. You failed to train them when you're out of sight, you know, when left at home alone or, you know, after college. And when we think of the, the, the process of reward-based training and punishment training, it makes so much sense mm-hmm. because punishment-based training, when done correctly, 
it's very hard to do completely because the more you punish, the behavior decreases in frequency until it becomes very difficult now to catch the dog in the act, saying now he's only doing it when you're away at home. Oh dear, <laughs> that of course was a cause of the punishment. The dog learned don't do it when the owner's around, but you can do it when you're off leash and not at home. Yeah. So it becomes very difficult to complete the process. And so then people say, oh, but it's so you know random. I never know when he's gonna misbehave. On the other hand, we do know when the dog's going to behave because when he does it the way we like and we praise, the behavior gets more and more frequent. It increases in frequency till it squeezes out all the dog's improvisations mm -hmm. and, and all the stuff that we say behavior problems or he's misbehaving. Right. And so it just becomes easier and easier. Because now you're walking and every time you stop, your dog sits most of the time. So only very occasionally do you have to go, <clears throat> thank you, mm -hmm. uh, and to get the dog to sit. Right. So they are, they are very opposed in their process. And the way to go, the place to put your money is on reward training. It wins hands down every time. Yeah. In our last conversation, we were talking a little bit about the subtitle. Now, you weren't 100% sure about positive dog training, but I wonder, it seems like you really like the phrase reward training and that like... Because that's what we're doing. That's the mechanics of yeah. it. We're using rewards. We're using praise. Right. Whereas positive is a very, as I explained in the book, positive punishment. What's that? Yeah, let's, we're not talking no, about that at all today. Precisely. Yeah. It's why I don't like the word positive because right. it is very ambiguous as is the word negative. Yeah. And I like to be very precise. I use praise predominantly. Yeah. I use life rewards and, and I use food rewards that start dogs off. So yeah. I like reward-based training. Um, the word that really needs to be defined though is training. What is it? Right. And but subtitles are not the place we'll to define anything. We'll save that for another, yeah. another thing. Did, yeah. you, did you pitch uh, the science and practice of reward-based training to the publisher? I did, and we talked about it a lot. Well, actually, to the senior editor. We talked about the subtitle a lot. Right. Because I was having a lot of difficulty with the ambiguousness of positive did they think and training. Positive was going to read better to the general population than reward-based? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I totally agree with them there. Right that everyone knows what we mean if we say positive dog training. Yeah. In the book, though, I, I question every aspect of it. Does it work? How quickly does it work? If it does work, how complicated is it for the owners? Right. So I look at the pros and cons of different reward-based training techniques. So there's yeah. not just one. So with positive dog training, it's like one. It just means we're being nice in the teaching process, right. I think, which people obviously want. And I want two. Yeah. But if we were to come up with a, the shortest possible answer for what the right tree is, it seems like reward-based training might be a... Reward-based training. Three words. It's pretty good. Rocks. Okay. Wins hands down. Yeah. So reward-based reward training. Reward-based training. Now that would have been cool. Barking up the right tree. Reward. Hey, back to the press. Uh -huh. I've got it. Reward-based training rocks. Well, I think the exclamation mark. I think the science and practice of reward-based training could have worked. You know, yeah. like the the subtitle supposed to be kind of like less colorful. Yeah. Reward-based training rocks. That could have been the the main title. But I, I love the title that you ended up with, <laughs> and I hope you do too. I like it too. Yeah. Because there's many. It's a training is a forest. For every trainer, you have a different technique. Yeah. 
So there's right. a lot of trees out there, man, and, and it's up to owners to work out, well, what tree should I let my dog bark up? You yeah. know, because we're in charge of his, uh, you know, quality of life yeah. and ours too. I've known, you know, I've seen a lot of owners doing stuff that I could see in their eye. They didn't want to do this. Yeah. But why are they doing it? Okay. Follow... Well, let's not get off. Let's not bark up any wrong trees no, I don't anymore. Like There's a nice to... little, nice little talk we just had here. I think we should wrap it up there. Jamie, my brain isn't infinity forest. I know, which is why I'm here to try and Good. curate, curate the infinity forest. Well, just answer the questions before you ask them, and then I can agree <laughs> and extemporaneous. It's tempting. The, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dad. Thanks Thank for you. listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to iWolf's Season 7, Episode 11, What is the Right Tree? If you'd like to learn more about dog behavior and training, make sure to check out DunbarAcademy.com. And as always, thank you for listening.